Well, what is up, my fellow heathens, and welcome to another episode of the Southern Heathens Podcast. I'm Preffin Tiersen, and joining me, as always, is Ubi Yermerson. How are you, man? I am very sore right now. <laughs> very, very sore. Um, how about yourself? How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, it took me about five minutes to get the podcast started because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes or anything. You know, just laughing. It's wild. Oh, yeah, man. And, you know, it's what I was doing before we started this podcast was I was doing a little cleaning up around the living room. And, you know, something that came up in my head was uh, something, a word that needs to be cleaned out of some people's mouths. And that is the word, you probably guessed it, Viking. Uh, Viking, Viking, Viking. Why are people so obsessed with this fucking word? And I, I gotta admit, like, yes, the, the culture in itself, the, the Old Norse culture, yes, very interesting. We're pagans here. We're Norse pagans, of course. But for, for one, this is to all the brostrus and the people who uh, think that they are a Viking. You're not. They do not exist anymore. Right, you know the the root word of the word Viking, uh, the word Vike, or I I don't know how they're pronouncing it. Probably Vik, 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 Vikinger, or however. Basically, the the root word means bay. So they're dwellers of the bay. You know, that's basically what they were. And a Viking was a uh, raider. A raider is like a job title. You know. Yeah. And the Viking Age lasted from 793 to 1066. There are no more Vikings. You know, and. Uh, it's it's wild that people associate our faith with like, oh man, you're a Viking? No, I'm not a Viking. I don't go out, I don't get on ships and go sail across the sea to kill people, take their stuff and their land. I don't do that. I work at Walmart. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I think it'd personally be really cool to sail around the world. Uh, I'm a nomad. I love to travel. Uh, but those other things, I don't care to do. I don't care to steal people's shit or, you know, kill. But... Um, anyways, yeah, so to all the, you know, ones out there who think that they are, or the ones who are new to this faith, um, <laughs> for, for a certain reasons, no, we're, we're not Vikings, and for people outside the faith, we're not Vikings. None of us are, none of us ever will be. Um, we are heathens, Norse polytheists, Norse pagans, whatever title, you know, or Germanic pagans too, it's a better word for it too. Yeah, uh, a lot of, a lot of people are, you know, coming to this faith, through television and and movies and stuff like that uh so we have like the tv show vikings and the new netflix series vikings valhalla and uh what uh the mcu is the worst yeah you know it's it's the absolute worst i mean it's they're great entertainment all those yeah. things you just listed they are i love watching them for the sake of well that's just good entertainment man right um, however they are not accurate at all not whatsoever historically sound. Okay, you know, uh, Ragnar's a legend. Uh, the You're not related to him, first of all. You know, you might have some Scandinavian blood, 0.2% uh, or whatever. Uh, that doesn't make you Ragnar's great, you know, ten times removed grandson. Uh, <laughs> nor, uh, nor was uh, Rollo uh, Ragnar's brother. I don't even think they lived in the same time period. They you know, did so, not. Uh, so there are historical fallacies in the show. The show is mainly for entertainment, uh, just like in the Marvel movies. You know, you have Thor, Loki, Odin, Frigga. Of course, Frigga and Odin weren't Thor's mother and father. To be accurate, uh, Thor was Odin's son, and Loki was Odin's blood brother. Uh, so I mean, they weren't related whatsoever. Yeah, you know, the, you know how MC comics go and. That's just kind of how that is, but yes, they 
are in no relation to us for the faith um, or spiritual concerns. Um, yeah, one other thing too I'd like to touch about is it's it might seem simple and some people might think this is ridiculous but at the same time this goes back to uh brosatru and uh people again thinking that they're vikings and that is for one the constant use of calling someone a brother or a sister uh to someone that they either don't even know or have barely even met right like a few times like i understand calling someone a brother or sister if you have known them for a while, you guys have kinship, and it's you know the bond is tight. That yeah. completely understandable. Yeah, that, that that word should be reserved for what you just said for really really close, intimate friendships. You know, and I'm not saying intimate as in sexual. You know, I'm saying you know a very close bond that people hold, and you know just throwing around the word uh, brother sister, it kind of dilutes the meaning. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the more uh, Norse pagans or, you know, Brosatru pagans do that, it just, the meaning of the word just loses it loses everything, you know? Yeah. Have you had any uh, experiences? You don't have to say, like, names, but, like, uh, for for example, I've had experiences in uh, a couple Facebook groups. I think I might have mentioned this in one other episode, but, and I mentioned only one Facebook group. I didn't say the name of it, but... I've been a part of, you know, a few Facebook groups where, yes, they do use the word brother and sister a lot. They'll say skull every other, you oh, know, ending that... in par- ending a paragraph. And to me, it's just, it's it's ridiculous and it makes no sense. Especially because, you know, these people that you say that to, and I don't know why, I don't know, what the, what's the goal, you know, with them trying to do that? That's what All I right. don't get. You know, my thing is... I, I have had experiences like that, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and jump in here. Stop saying skull so much. If you don't have a drink in your hand and you're not toasting to somebody face to face with that drink, don't do it. Uh, it's just it's annoying. It's historically inaccurate. It's just it's weird. If somebody comes up to me calling me brother and I don't know them, you know this guy could this guy could be a murderer. He could be a rapist. You know he could he could be a pedophile. You know anything like that, and I'm not I'm not comfortable. With being called something like that, and uh, but yeah, the the most recent uh, it was just actually the other uh, yesterday, I was on a Facebook group and a and a guy posts a post saying you know uh, Happy Freya's Day on on uh, on a Sunday, and I had to I had to say hey it's Sunday it's not Friday, you know that's if you that's if you go along with the you know is Freya and Frigga the same goddess is this the same person. I don't personally believe that. There's a lot of people that do. I don't personally believe it. But even then, it would be Friday as Freya's day or Frigga's day. It'd be Friday. And, uh, of course, he was throwing around the whole brother and sister and skull and all this. And, of course, when I pointed out the the inaccuracy of the post, which, you know, some people get upset. Well, why are you gatekeeping? It's not really gatekeeping. You're just trying to educate people to make you know so we don't all sound like idiots everyone's sounding like an idiot so yeah he uh he got really upset with me for just pointing out that you know this is sunday it's not friday Uh, eventually the group took down the post so yeah i don't i don't i wouldn't really consider that gatekeeping the only gatekeeping i could ever actually see is the so-called heathens that are like neo-nazis those would be the gatekeepers. Okay, for one, it makes no sense, you know, obviously, if you're a neo-Nazi and a heathen, because those two don't really coincide right. at all. But, um, uh, but yeah, gatekeeping, saying, oh, if you're not 
of Northern European descent. That's the only gatekeeping I can see. But actually pointing out historical inaccuracies makes a lot of sense. Hey, you practice however way you want, and this can go for, I guess, just in general, like in you know daily life. You know, don't call me something like that um, at all, especially right. if I don't know you. <laughs> right. I don't like to be called that. And if you're just some dude on the internet that is saying some blasphemy or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, think, <laughs> I guess after talking about this for a little while, it kind of happens because people are pretty quite ridiculous, you know. And uh, one thing I've also noticed within several... Uh, communities and this can this is a not a controversial thing as well I mean it might be to some people but if they think that well okay whatever I don't care but the gods uh, the gods they're they're not omnipresent no no they're um, not and this is this is this goes to with like um, not not just bros truths but like people when they are in practice and stuff and working with different gods um, one thing I, I see a lot, a lot of the time is they think that their God is with them all the time. Every single ritual, every single offering or bloat. No. Yeah, Maybe got, the energy. Yeah, they have things to do. You know, <laughs> They're not with you 24-7. And another thing that gets me also is the omnip- omnipotent part. Odin had to rip out his own eye for knowledge. You know, he wasn't, He's a God, and he had to rip out his own eye for knowledge. You know, for wisdom. And... Uh, that really speaks to the fact that he doesn't know everything, and he didn't know everything. So they're not omnipotent, they're not omniscient, you know, and they're not even all, you know, all powerful. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they're not all, all omnipresent. Yeah, I would say more so it's like you know, when you're doing a, a ritual or a bloat or some sort of festivity or ceremony and you're praising a god or goddess, one good thing would be is maybe their energy that you can feel... Or maybe you're having a memory of what a past one felt like, um, you know, with them, and you your mind has just kind of said, "Hey, this is what it feels like." So let's just feel that. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm right. just you know throwing some stuff out there. You know, cause... I'm I'm not gonna say that they don't know you're doing it, uh, because obviously the energies that you put out in a ritual or a bloat uh, can be felt. You know, so uh, the god probably feels it. You know, and I'm not going to say that they don't lend some of their energy back just to let you know, let you know that hey, I realize you just did that, but I'm over here. You know, I'm not going to come give you a hug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> brosertures, <Bruce> man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on a, on a positive note, though, speaking of bloats, uh, rituals, and whatnot, um, here's another point I wanted to bring up on this episode. I know we kind of went through that first part fast. Is I, I, and I call this topic community. And solitary practice. I didn't say verses because there is no right or wrong way when you're talking about community and solitary practice. What I mean by that is a solitary practice as in um, when you practice paganism on your own. You're doing your own rituals, your own mini bloats, um, your sacrifices, offerings, whatever it is by yourself versus uh, community. Which we hear in a lot of stories, you know, a lot of it was actually done within community. Bloats especially. Um, I've been a part of a kindred before. Still, I would say I'm I'm still with most of them, I would say. But I haven't been to a bloat in a while. But I do miss them. And they are, if done right, they are very powerful. Um, Can be a really good time too. And you can take the time to learn from people who have been heathens or pagans in general for a longer period of time. Um, now I'm, I'm obviously more solitary because 
don't really know a lot of people here. Um, I'm, I want to go get to know more, you know, heathens here in the South. So if there's any heathens here in the South, man, uh, you guys know where to contact us. Yeah. Uh, but the solitary practice though, I've taken on for the last year and a half mostly. And I think not just because of the whole, you know, COVID lockdown, whatever. Um, uh, but even before that, I was starting to go the solitary path just cause you know, your, our own paths require different things. And when I was down the path of the Giants, most of it was solitary, right? For me, and and you know there there's something beautiful about a solitary practice. You know you can do both. You know practice on your own and join communities every so often, because there there's a there's that bit of intimacy. Uh, there is something powerful about that. Like there's a there's a a draw where you, you, you have that one-on-one, -on -one, that alone time with your energy or with your God, with your ancestors, and, you know, you're just there meditating and feeling all the energies, not having to worry about, you know, if this person's over here going going to be messing up the bloat or, you know, is this person being too loud, is this person being disrespectful? You know, you, you control your own space. And so there, there, are, there are positives and negatives for both community and solitary practice uh but you know like like i said some of the negatives with community practices there are some people sometimes that don't take it seriously and you have to deal with that uh, but when you do have that bond with a group of people man is that powerful very very much so i remember being a part of several bloats where people were not disrespectful people weren't being you know super loud um, but it's like people's energy was kind of like in sync and you could feel a type of energy like outside. Um, and it was, it's beautiful. It's, it's the best time ever when that happens because everyone could feel the full power of the bloat. Um, if not saying that God comes, but like the energy maybe is with you. Um, if that happens, oh, amazing. Um, and the food's usually pretty good too. <laughs> they always have, you know, food and drinks and the mead, you know, if you do a bloat and you have, and you tell, you know, the members of the kindred or whomever's just coming to the gathering, you know, you always best to bring food and to bring meat. Um, you don't have to bring like other alcohols. Um, but the mead though, the nice thing about pe different people bringing it, I would say is because you have different selections, right? More than likely. You know, you might have a couple people that might buy the same thing, but if you have a big enough, you know, gathering, people are going to buy different stuff that you can try, so, and it's really good. So do we kick people out that bring Chaucer's mead? <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good mead at all. No, it was not. That, uh, that what was that, Queen Selection? Yes, uh, yeah, that, that was really good. The lemon the, scent at the end. Yeah, that just a small taste of lemon in there. It was, oh, so good. I plan on buying more. For sure, because that was uh, that was good. I don't know when I drink mead, it feels so much different, <laughs> especially during a bloat. Oh yeah, and it and it goes down really smooth. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, it's it's a wine. You know, like a wine, but you know, it's it's a lot smoother than a regular wine. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it comes to community, you know, tell the listeners, you know, what a gothy is, and how they how how they help with bloats and how they help bring a community together. Um. Well, mine personally. He's, well, he's, he's awesome, for one, I'll say that. Um, and for at least the, the kindred I was a part of, he had easily the most knowledge out of, you know, everyone else that was there. Um, so you could always go to him uh, with questions about the gods, 
um, rune drawings or rune poles because there's two there's two different things. Um, you could ask them about the stories, um, and not just stories about gods or giants, but stories about heroes and um, right. sagas and whatnot. So it's you know that's that's one of the things. Not every Tom, Dick, and Harry is a gothy. You know, you can't just go out there. I think the gothy should be a knowledgeable person that, you know, like you said, you can go to and they, they can explain to you how certain things work. Some, you know, the stories, the sagas, who the gods are, uh, why why we do bloats the way we do them and, you know, kind of talk you through rituals and stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, we have a lot of people, you know, that just go out there and say, hey, I'm a Gothi, or uh, someone say, hey, I'm a Volva, and just, you know, <laughs> and that nothing bothers me more than somebody that just, just takes on a title like that with no training, no education whatsoever. You know, they just go out there and, hey, let's get this group of people together, and all, all of you follow me now, you know. and That's usually one thing, though, I will say. Remember how we talked about, like, oh, you don't have to be gifted a meal near to wear one or arm ring, too. Right. Um, but... At least I believe in what I've seen uh, is being elected as guilty by your your kindred. Right. That yeah. that actually and or, or, or Gitia, I think that's how you say it would be a the woman version. Right. Um. So I that would be the only title I would say yes that you have to be elected because, like you were saying earlier, just saying oh yeah no I'm a guilty. Yeah, I'm a gothy because I <laughs> I read one page in the sagas and now I know everything. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I definitely I personally and it's a big responsibility too. I don't think people realize being a gothy or a gitia, um, what it actually entails. You know, you have to. It's like it's it's like dedicating yourself to another god. Right. Except for this time, it's not going to be to a god. It's going to be to your, your 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 community. Right. Your your kin. And you will have to be reading constantly over and over again, especially because, yes, these people will be coming to you for, you know, your help. And you're going to need to be able to answer the questions, especially about, like, specific stories. Right. Um, and those, we all know, especially if you've read the sagas or the Eddas, <laughs> usually you have to go back and read a few because sometimes it gets very hard to remember. Especially right. all of their names and all the names of the, <laughs> the stories. Right, and even even if even if you're talking about runes, you know all the all the different types of runes and their names, their meanings, and you know their pronunciations and stuff like that. There's a lot of education involved, and that's another thing. Like I, I see a Gothi, you know, as like a spiritual leader. You know, they're not like a boss. You know, they're not like a king. And you know, a lot of people out there they want to throw around these titles. And I've even seen someone call themselves a Jarl or an Earl. You know, uh, no. <laughs> you're not <laughs> first of all you know uh you might own your own property but i i guess you may be the jarl of your own property i mean those are lords and uh chieftains and stuff like that and you know i guess <laughs> if you want to call yourself that on your own property but uh, no one's gonna bow to you when you leave your driveway <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i could see that if someone actually didn't just have property but had like a full community um living on it and that was they elected him, you know, right. as that. That would, okay, that'd be understandable. What you're saying, just because you own property, and call yourself a yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you, you know you can't just call yourself that. That's like, you know, 
walking out of your house one day and said, well, I'm the president of the United States. Well, okay. <laughs> you just keep telling yourself <laughs> that. You have to be elected. I mean, you have, you have to have the community behind you to have something like that. I mean, if, if you don't have the support of the people, you're nothing. No, it's, it's, a, it's a funny thing people like to throw around. And I think that, um, again, it's just a brosa true thing. Really, I mean, that that's literally like the core of all these different uh, problems in the pagan community. Right. Mainly Norse pagan. You don't see this and from the groups I've been in on like uh, Greek pagan pages or um, a, a few Slavic ones. No one is like that at all. Yeah. They're all there for educational stuff. Um, especially in the Slavic one, you know, where there's, there's a lot of different languages. You got Ukrainian, Russian, Croatian, Serbian. I mean, you have all the Slavic languages, so... Every time someone pulls up like a picture or a post, sometimes it's in that language. And, you know, most of us who can't really speak Croatian or right. something like that, um, it's just cool to ask the person you posted, hey, what does that mean? And what is what God or goddesses is depict? Yeah. Um, so. Well, I've, I don't think I've ever seen anyone watch Clash of the Titans and go, out start, go outside and start yelling Zeus and, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to Olympus or whatever. I'm going to the Elysian Fields in the yeah. afterlife. <laughs> yeah. I mean... No one, no one does that except, our, you know, I, I would say a small sect of our community, our, our particular faith, does that. Um, one, more, one more topic um, for all the people that, I guess you could say, not just bros truths, but like, let's just say the more open-minded heathens, because this comes up too. About, it's, not, it's not about being bros true, but when they say, like when they call you a gatekeeper or something. It, it is trying to be... Uh, is historically accurate as we possibly can because this is a technically um, in the works being a reconstructed religion. Right. We do not do the same things as the ancestors did. <laughs> we just don't. And now, are we trying to get back to some of the things that they did? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, obviously, we probably won't sacrifice human beings because that's kind of illegal now. Um, <laughs> but which is a shame. <laughs> But anyway, sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we we can try our best to reconstruct some things. But in order for us to do that, though, it has to be historically accurate. It really does. And people can argue all day if they want, but the sources are there, and people are discovering things every day. Not maybe not every day, but people are discovering stuff with new archaeological digs, museums, all that shit. So yeah, we just try our best to be historically accurate. And it's not gatekeeping to do that. It's not right. gatekeeping to tell someone not to call you brother or sister or say right. skull every other fucking word. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was not... I was actually called uh, Brosa True not long ago uh, for defending the rights of the people. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember. You that. remember that? Yeah. Uh, this, this this guy pretended to be a follower of Tear, and you know, but they they were all for uh, taking people's rights away for the good of the the collective and I, I just I don't see how that's relevant but you know yeah <laughs> and, you, and you got called a bros true yeah I got that. called a bros true I've got I, I got called a bros true for defending what we've been talking about for you know saying hey don't call me this and they're like oh well you're just a gatekeeping bros true I'm like that's exactly what you are I mean I'm, yeah <laughs> how can you turn that do you know the meaning of that word <laughs> that is hilarious I don't think I've been called that I mean, I guess I don't really comment on a whole lot of posts anymore on Facebook. I just kind of browse around just to see, and it kind of right. gives me some comedy right. sometimes, especially if I see, hey, brothers and sisters, we need fighters from every country, or Jarls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, but you know me, I, I cannot help myself 
but to call someone an idiot. I just can't. I mean, I just can't help myself. Yeah, I might just sit back in comedy. Just sit back and yeah, sit back with my snake lotus. Beautiful girl, by the way. I love her. Um, we just sit back and just see. <laughs> just right. watch. I do remember one time you did comment something and uh, they blocked you from the page, I believe, or something like that. What did I comment? Uh, uh, you called someone a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did. I did. I forgot. I remember, too. He was so mad about that. Yeah, the, that's just, the only thing he focused on, too. Not the fact that I was also going in at him. That was hilarious. <laughs> I probably wouldn't do, won't do that again. Not, just, not that I care about Facebook, because I don't. But next time, yes, if I do plan on saying something to someone about Norse paganism, it won't be just that. It was, I just had a bad day, so, um, <laughs> and I was just not in the mood. Well, I mean, and I got kicked, and I got kicked from a group because I said "cuck." <laughs> Apparently, people don't like that word. I Apparently. think it's hilarious. I, it is hilarious, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to add to this uh, episode? Or please go recommendation-wise, please go read. Right. Um, the links we have some links to some books on the page. Yes. So feel free to go visit the page at the Southern Heathen dot wixsite.com slash the southern heathen right and uh there's dashes between the words the southern heathen when you uh when you hit the slash uh or to make it easier you can you can go to our facebook facebook.com slash the southern heathens our website is linked to that and of course we have an instagram at the southern heathens and you at this time you can follow us on uh google podcast apple podcast and uh spotify and anchor uh, we're working on getting on other platforms right now. Uh, it's being a little more difficult than I planned on being. And you can also reach us via email at uh, thesouthernheathens at gmail.com. But if uh, you like the content, just give us a, a like, a follow, a review, a share, you know, and you know, share us with your pagan friends, with your atheist friends, with your Christian friends. And uh, we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.